Hey everybody, it's Brad Williams and Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by White Cloud e-cigarettes. We're not saying you should start smoking, but if you already do, awesome. And if you've ever wanted to try an e-cigarette, these are the ones to go with. White Cloud e-cigarettes offers over 20 flavors. That's almost as many as Baskin Robbins. 20 flavors and 6 nicotine strengths. It's cheaper than other e-cigarettes that you'll see at convenience stores and with much more variety. White Cloud e-cigarettes sponsors comedians they've been doing it for over two years now they've also sponsored uh comedy festivals like the boston comedy festival and the orlando indie comedy festival if you've ever been curious about trying an e-cigarette i have well the fling is the low cost no commitment way to do so and the fling offers same day ups shipping on orders before 6 p.m eastern but is there a website? Customers can go to WCESigs.com. That's WCESigs.com. But we want to make sure our listeners get them for cheap. So is there a coupon code? To get 25% off of the order, use the coupon code ALN Podcast. That's ALN Podcast at WCESigs.com to get your White Cloud e cigarettes today. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Huh? I hope. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening and telling your friends and your family and, uh, and being a part of the About Last Night podcast family. We appreciate all your tweets and emails. Uh, been having some really fun episodes lately, and today is no different. Our guest today is may recognize her from uh, Silicon Valley, from Californication, uh, from all of her hilarious YouTube videos and sketches, um, from uh, from television and internet uh, stardom. She's the, uh, the AT&T girl, Lily, from all the AT&T commercials. And uh, she's also one of the stars of the new Yahoo original series, Other Space, from our buddy Paul Feig. Um, which premieres April 14th on Yahoo. You got to check it out. Uh, this was a, a really fun episode. Milana, we met uh, briefly at the uh, screening for Spy, um, which is uh, Paul Feig and Melissa McCarthy's next movie coming out in May that I've, uh, that I've got a little, a little part in. Um, that comes out, actually, I think in the first week of June. Uh, so Milana and I were both at the screening. We met briefly, and then um, I asked her if she'd come on to uh, the podcast and promote Other Space. And uh, she's just the most adorable, lovable thing on the planet. And... Uh, you know, everybody thinks that who meets her, and you guys are going to think that after you uh, listen to her. Uh, she's hilarious. She's fun. Uh, she came with us to uh, the April Foolishness Kevin and Bean show, uh, which was last night. I'm recording this intro on Sunday, uh, so I guess uh, yesterday. Um, if you're listening to this on Monday when the episode comes out, like a good ABLN listener. Uh, and uh, she came with us and kicked it uh, at the show. She's been a huge Kevin and Bean fan her whole life, so uh, so we pretty much made her her make a wish come true. And uh, and the show, by the way, was unbelievable. Brad and I are going to do a recap show, but um, it was just crazy. Six thousand people at the shrine, and uh, it was bananas. Uh, more to come on that. Uh, follow Milana on Twitter at Mint Milana, M I N T M I L A N A. Follow her on Instagram at the same name. Um, she performs at UCB a lot. She has stand-up around town. Uh, she posts about it, so when she posts about it, check her out. And, of course, Other Space on Yahoo, April 14th. She's one of the stars of that. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. This weekend, April 10th and 11th, I will be headlining the La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego, California. One of the best clubs in the country. Always so pumped when I go there. Uh, two shows each night, 8 and 10 o'clock. Get your tickets at ComedyStore.com. Also, April 14th, I will be at the Irvine Improv at 8 o'clock for the Comedy Juice Show, headlining that. And then April 15th, um, I'll be back at the Irvine Improv at 8 o'clock with Ben Glebe. And then at the Hollywood Improv at 10 o'clock that night as well on April 15th. Get your tickets at Improv.com. Brad Williams will be at the Parlor Live in Seattle, Washington, my hometown, for one night only, April 9th at 7.30. Get your tickets at ParlorLive.com. And on April 10th, he'll be in Vegas at South Point Casino for the Dirty Show, uh, 12.30 in the morning. Great time to go see comedy. It's filthy. It's fun. It's Vegas. There's a dwarf. Uh, April 16th through the 18th, Hyenas Comedy Club. Brad will be there in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, go see him there. And, of course, get your ABLN merch on AstoyMerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y, Merchandise.com. We got new T-shirts and mugs out with the Titanic picture. I can't stress enough how dope these shirts are. If you guys want to support the pod, uh, go pick one up. Go get a mug. 
and start your morning and day off right. And then listen to the podcast while you drink your beverage out of your mug. I'm not going to tell you what to drink. Coffee, booze, Gatorade, booze, Gatorade, coffee combo. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just drink it out of the ABLN mug and make your day right. And of course, keep subscribing to the podcast on iTunes. Rate and comment on the iTunes page. Uh, listen to it on Stitcher, your Android, your iPhone, the podcast app, aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all past episodes. And keep enjoying the fun. Speaking of fun, now that we got the tour dates out of the way, the Twitter handles out of the way, the merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a very fun episode of the About Last Night podcast with our new buddy, Milana Vine Troop. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. How do you feel about the April Fools? Like, like what's going too far? Like we were just talking about this. A buddy of yeah. uh, ours, um, people posted that he died today, and oh I for sure thought it was real, and ha- and I was like, and I had a very real moment where I was like, oh, he's a shitty comedian anyway, and then <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> okay, um, but I was very like genuinely. I mean, so bummed. Well, and we yeah. started to like get like choked up, and then. Because I woke up, because he texted me this morning, we're on the show at the Shrine on Saturday, mm-hmm. that Kevin and Bean, um, like April Fool's in the show, right? Cool. And, uh, I love Kevin and Bean. Oh, yeah, you, right? you, you were on there like a month and a half ago or something. I wasn't a guest. They just kind of talked about me, but I'm going to be at some point. Oh, they, you're going to yeah. love them. Yeah, they. Uh, Ralph, uh, Ralph is obsessed with you. Ralph Garman. Yes. Because yeah. I mean, oh, you grew up here, so you must have... So I listened to them all oh. of high school, because I listen to some 41 all the time. Uh, <laughs> back back to the punk rock. Yeah. Exactly. So that, uh, K-Rock K- in the 90s. So that's going to be a big deal when you go on the show. I'm so excited. It's just been a matter of scheduling for of some course. reason. Of course, yeah. I'm so excited. So he texted me this morning, because it's did? like, Brad, because it's Tenacious D, Ralphie May, Gabriel Glacius, Eliza Schlesinger, Brad, and myself. And it's my first time on the show. He's done it a couple times. Mm-hmm. And Jonah Ray was on it and then canceled, so they replaced him with Jay Moore. Mm-hmm. So he texts me this morning pretty early. goes, what? He goes, uh, Jonah Ray is back on the show. Doesn't mean they should have had to kick you off. That's fucked up. And, you know, when you are in like a half-asleep disarray, like you don't have all your chips your wits in order. about you? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I had no wits about me. No. I had zero wits. All your wits were sleeping. All my wits were sleeping. <laughs> and so I'm like, no, no, that and my friend died. It was like oh, a shitty God. day. And then I put it together finally. I was like, all right, April Fool's. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I like that that's at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I got kicked off a show and, and my friend died. So I was really depressed yeah, about yeah. being kicked off a Which show. Which one do I address first? <laughs> I was just telling Adam that nowadays because of Twitter, like it used to be you could prank someone really early in the morning when they like kind of forgot what day it was. Uh-huh. Now people wake up, they check Twitter, and there's already 22 tweets about April Fool's Day. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, and now they're on their guard. And now you, and now you can't really get people. Uh, I almost got expelled from USC for a prank that I pulled. What'd you do? I put uh, fake eviction notices on people's <laughs> dorm rooms. Were they like the the joke ones? The like, remember you had could do like fake tickets? Like, oh no, remember those? Yeah, oh my god, I thought it was so cool filling those out. Yeah, like, <laughs> you get a parking ticket for having a shitty car. <laughs> but it's like, what, dude? Why are you wasting paper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they sold them at like the the same store that they sold the fake dog poop, right? You got it, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. damn Spencer's it. or Oz. <laughs> Spencer's, yeah, yeah. your old. Stomping grounds. Oh wait, no, Hot Topic. Yeah, I used to work at Hot Topic. Right, that I know. makes total sense to me. So, uh, so jealous. They're right? one and the same, right? Eh. Well, I mean, he was in a punk band. He worked at Hot Topic. <laughs> it's all the same. Oh, I, I had pink hair at one point. There's oh, one God. one picture exists of of, of me with pink Boy, hair. See, now those are the types of moves that you can go. Thank God, like the internet, <laughs> right? And Instagram wasn't around. Oh, yet. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, I, I just miss that generation, and I feel so lucky that everything kind of like the internet evolved just in time. Time for me to be enough of adult to know the difference. Totally. Right. Because don't you feel so bad? I see kids it. who are like 15 posts and shit. I'm like, man, mm. like you're going to follow you forever. Yeah. yeah. Also, d- and then parents who are now in the social media generation, their kids, like 
I have friends that have like five and seven year olds that do something weird and, and, and they post like hey uh, Andy was yanking on his dick in the corner today and then like they show like a picture of it you're like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what no why are you making me look at this oh, now yeah. you're ruining this kid's life oh, yeah. forever he's gonna look back at yes. that have access to that. high school friends are gonna like typing in like hey look when you were seven you yanked your dick yeah. in the corner Yo, not to one up your child dick story but my <laughs> buddy is a principal at a um, uh, elementary school in Seattle and a kid stood up at one of the assemblies and uh, pulled his pants down and went ah! and like aggressively shook his dick around and at first I said well was this the first time he's done that and he goes no he used to do it like in the bathrooms and stuff and I was mm-hmm. like well this dude just needed a bigger stage like he's a performer yeah, I have a lot of respect yes mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was doing open mics and they wanted to play Carnegie Hall where there was faculty and kids. <laughs> and you so know, that's one did step. Did take pictures of it? Um, I don't know, but... Um, if they did, they'd probably be on Megan'sLaw.com now. But the kid... Uh, I'm sorry, I said elementary school. It's middle school. The kid, though, oh, okay. got... Um, but it's like a sixth grade... middle, Like sixth grade's in the middle school. Yeah. You know, sixth, seventh, eighth. And uh, the kid... My buddy said the kid got like a ton more uh, followers on Instagram and I was like hey he's on Instagram and he's in six grade he's like yeah and like he got like more popular from that isn't that crazy that's not I, I don't know if I like that I guess because people want to see a train wreck yeah it's the reason they we watch f- the Kardashians it's the we want to see the kids. Well, uh, that's the reason you watch the Kardashians oh, God. I don't watch the Kardashians to <laughs> you be don't? honest but it's the reason America does yeah for sure. yeah and they they want they want to see rich people and go ah we're not crazy like them yeah I think we have our see, shit together we do that with Honey Boo Boo they're not rich but we still yeah. want to see them being dumb and right. see them mess up yeah just so we feel better about it. ourselves who do you think is going to be the next Honey Boo Boo Oh jeez! Fingers crossed, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure VH1. Like they did behind the music. I don't know if they've done like behind the commercial stars. Yeah. Like, like you have to really do something crazy. Like, like thirty years. <laughs> Although, like that could happen. I have a fear of losing my mind all the time. For real? I mean, you see people with like, or at least being perceived as losing my mind, right? Because I'm a weirdo and I own it. I just am unabashedly. Not caring if people are approving of my behavior. Cool. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I that think, is weird, especially out here. Well, it is weird, and it's also like not very welcome in like the job that I've been put into and right. l- very gratefully put into. Sure. But as like this like girl next door spokesperson, also I'm a comedian, so I like want to talk about like dick and. <laughs> You know, Can and we just isolate that yeah, soundbite, yeah. please? I just want to talk about dick. <laughs> Before that, a little bit, too. Like, yeah. I'm a spokesman, but a comedian. That's a, I mean, that's a fair end. It's a weird dichotomy. I'm pretty know? sure that's what your autobiography is going to be called. I just <laughs> want to talk about dick. <laughs> I'm a spokesperson, but I want to talk about dick. Yeah. There People you go. would buy it. Everybody well, Stewart didn't say it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, like, do you feel that, because do they have influence into what you put out as a comedian? Not at all. Oh, really? Okay, that, that's I, great. But my fan base, mm-hmm. my at least my Twitter following, has very much grown since the campaign. Right. And they are people who expect me to be a really nice they girl. They see you as that. Yeah. And, so when and they I think you're that too, right? There's people who don't know. They're just like, oh, you're, they cast a person. I think there who- are some people who think I actually work in the store, but... Those aren't the brightest people. I'm not really worried about what yeah, they think. Yeah, those are the same people that say that see like soap opera actors that go, I can't believe you cheated on Andrea when she was in a coma. You <laughs> asshole. You're like, and oh. you're not blind. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Or who saw, or who saw like uh, Indiana Jones 4 and was like, he's getting old. Like, I can't believe he's still fighting crime. And you're like, yeah. well, hey, it's not really crime he's fighting. And yeah. B, that's an actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, I mean so, but, but you haven't had any of those moments where people are like, so like what, what branch do you work? In or they, where, what store? People have asked me what store I work at. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, but it's more like when I post like something dark or re- that I think is funny. Yeah. Um, that people are like, "Hey, don't think that way. We still believe in you." And I was like, "Dude, it's a joke. Oh, a joke. Comedian." Which is, I mean, they're nice people. Yeah, they, yeah. And it's just two totally different worlds. Of course. Well, yeah. But, like, and now, uh, I mean, and our boy over here, Adam, is going through a little less of that but to some degree as the voice of Hyundai and I actually heard the first oh, commercial today cool. oh did you really yeah I did not recognize your voice until like midway through I'm like oh hey oh cause it was a really high one yeah. some of them are like really super salesy you do have a beautiful voice oh thank you yeah uh, some of them are like you know like today I did some that were just like um, 
like uh, really like you know get an all new Hyundai Elantra like oh, real smooth God, ones. Sounds great. Oh. What are you trying to fuck a Hyundai? Uh, possibly <laughs> trying to get the consumers to. <laughs> all go, new now, Hyundai Sonata. Adam, if you can make people want to penetrate the car <laughs> from the outside, I'm like, why not the inside? This kid's brilliant. Just spit on it and lube it up this time around, would you? <laughs> but the most ones that are the ones that are out now are like super like uppity salesy, like scream at you like you know seize the moment and get an all new. Like really, I mean, and it's uh, people can't tell it's me because it's you know so much higher. But yeah. with that, I'm a voice, so nobody knows I'm really doing that except for my mom and Brad and everyone who's <laughs> listening to this right now, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But um, how is it? Uh, I mean, because you're t- millions of people every day. Does that wig mm-hmm. you out? Mm, no, not really. It doesn't affect my life that massively, to be honest. It really doesn't. I don't watch a lot of TV, so I'm not like, well, I'm on TV all the time. I yep. just... Um, and it was just one spot, right? Fun. And then it turned into a bunch? Yeah, it was just one. So that's what's really crazy. That is the weirdest kind of fortune that I've ever experienced, for sure. Because you know, how long had you been out here? Um, um, I'm Since college. I mean, I grew up in LA. <clears throat> right. But, uh, you know, after college, I moved to New York for a little bit and then here. So... Yeah. Maybe like five years. Okay, or less. so enough of time, Four like years. in the business, to where you're like auditioning and like heard a yeah. bunch of no's and a, and a couple <laughs> yeses, and you kind of get your hopes up. And then, I mean, because you've had one. <laughs> At first, you said heard about your nose, and I was like, "What?" Oh, I read. <laughs> I, have, I read. I read a ton of rumors. Talk to you about your nose. Like, That's what an Uzbekistan nose looks like. <laughs> We've been so curious. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I read the National Enquirer. There was this whole ensemble about your nose. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you know what's going on up there. No, no, no. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, I've stolen this nose off Saddam Hussein. I knew it! I knew it! The oh, Enquirer is reputable. Oh, you five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you're like, you've you had plenty of moments where, uh, like, because the first time I ever saw you was on Californication. Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, and then that, and then that was kind of a one-time deal. Mm-hmm. But then, and then, so this whole thing with AT&T was supposed to be a one-time thing, and then they just kept bringing you back? Yeah, we did one, and... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, we did one and it did really well. The internet liked it, so we made more. Fucking internet, right? Yeah, it's the best. They ask, we deliver. It was. I mean, I. How many commercials have they done? And they very rarely do they turn them into a campaign without knowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they must have had a little bit because uh, Beck Bennett is a good friend of mine. Yeah, to mine too. With. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, you went to US. You guys oh, yeah. went to USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew all those guys. Um, yeah. And you know, Nick and I started staying up around the same time. Oh, cool. Uh, and Beck to me is like just one of the. We were both in the like BFA acting school, and so we He's did a lot one of, of plays the most together. Talented guys, just like the, you know, the 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 grown up baby that he does on SNL is just it's, insane. Yeah, but one that's like it's skills. the yeah. best. But like, have you seen like the thing he does with Will Greenberg, like when they play roommates? Have you ever no. seen those? Oh yes, I have seen that. Yeah, where they're He's both humping br- the giant a, exercise balls. He can also do drama. Like yes. he is so. Talented. He's the best. Um, and he's trained. He's, well, yeah. I guess with you, yeah. you guys both. We're in the same trained. program, yeah. Yeah, he did the Moscow Art Theater and all that stuff, right? Yeah, Didn't he? yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, seeing that, like, you, I guess you could almost assume, but I guess not. Just like with how flimsy the business is, that like when you were got that, that you're like, oh, now I'll be the next person that gets like. No, and I didn't think that until we had been doing it for months. Yeah, until James Vanderbeek came into the picture. And then you're like, oh, this thing's going to yeah. go wild. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the beaks. Yeah. That's what I call them. You know, we're close. I call them derbeaks. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, an extra syllable. Yeah. Derbeaks. She's, she's always better than me. <laughs> uh, uh, what, yeah, it, it, there was never, I mean, you know, there's never any kind of security in this totally. town at mm-hmm. all. Even now, they could pull this away at any second. Sure. But I f- feel really lucky that I got to do even one. And w- even when the first one did, you know, like, you guys have done commercials. You. Mm-hmm. Just I did one Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Just one? It's still airing in Kuwait, I think. All right. Yeah, Glendale? Yeah, it's, it's like... Those, uh, same. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, and, and, and you just never know. I got cast in a Bud Light commercial that they, that they were telling me from day one was like, this is Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl yeah. ad, and we were all like, this is going to be the best thing ever. I don't believe it. Did it not airs. air in the Super Bowl, aired about four months later, one time in the commercial break during SportsCenter, and then said, <laughs> all right, we're good. Yeah. Like, the son of a... Yeah. Well, there's so many factors at play. It's, Absolutely. It's just about, like, how does it cut together? How does it turn out? And mm-hmm. then, like, the layers of corporate approval. Right. Now, did you have any moments, like, uh, it, like either the first one with Vanderbeek or something that happened, uh, that you were like, holy crap, this is a thing? Like, pe- like people are watching this. People are caring about this. This is 
catching on. We like to ask yeah. the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'll to recall if there was a, a particular moment. <laughs> um, well, I mean, only like a month or two ago, they started putting up photos in the stores. Okay. Like if you go into an AT&T store, there's a giant photo of me looking very polite with my hands crossed. And that is a trip because it's mm-hmm. all over the place. There's like someone told me that there's a store in an airport and the photos up there. And that's all very wild. Yeah. Or like, you know, sometimes I can drive past a store and see myself in there. And oh, it's, just, be a trip. it's just very wild. You ever just stop and have a little pep talk with yourself? Like look at the giant billboard and just go, look at what you've done. You're doing good. Look at, look, at look at this mess you've made. Look at this mess you've made. Look at you, kid. You've done it. You're just, it, a, it, you're just a dumb dyslexic kid from Uzbekistan. <laughs> and look at you now. You're hanging up in airports. Holy shit. I feel like I'm witnessing an Oscar Wilde monologue right now. <laughs> this is perfect. I mean, yeah, and, and you said growing up in Uzbekistan. Like, No, I was born in Uzbekistan. Born in Uzbekistan. Yeah, but I was yeah. raised Do here. your research. I've, uh, yeah, yeah. Wikipedia was wrong. Anyway, but uh, born in Uzbekistan, and then yeah. and then when do you come out here? When I was three. Okay. Yeah, really close to here, actually. My grandmother lives like three blocks away. No kidding? <laughs> Seriously. Oh. Yeah, this is my hood. This is like, this is my family. It's a good area. Yeah. Uh, right what is, I mean, do you even have memories of, uh, three is old enough to have some sort of a... Um, we left actually when I was one, and then okay. like did a really long immigration process, but I've been back since, and those are kind of my only memories. What's the comedy like over there? Dry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried to like perform? Some... I because uh, it's like there's sketch comedy festivals everywhere, so I'm oh just like, God. why well, wouldn't they there be one? Russian there. Love that. And, you know, uh, I'm a Russian Jew. Yeah, me too. Awesome. We should get married. I mean, my mom would love that. <laughs> I mind too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I you finally found one. Found one. Ah, I knew? mean, I liked Liz, but she, you know, she had she some. She had like a slight shicksa thing. She, about yeah, 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 yeah. She won't totally say it's the Jewish thing. She'd be like, she's. She had a weird thing. The way she put on her coat was weird, and she went. Well, she was not Jewish, but you know, that's besides the point. No, I hate it the way she left, and she just wasn't Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> and she laughed in a very non-Jewy way. <laughs> Um, all right, so but just the way she looked at me, I can tell she celebrates Christmas. <laughs> oh, I mean, these God. are these are is way it? too close to my mom. really. Is yeah, that... My parents are way open about it. They yeah. very much want just me to they... have Jewish babies. Yeah, because yeah. it's easier, as my mom says. I'm not saying you have to, but it'd be easier because you can all go to temple together. Yeah, like you ever car? go to temple? <laughs> I mean, not since the bar mitzvah. I guess I I'm go just, back every I, now and then. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I used to go to the one right up the street here. Nice the Temple Israel. Of course. When I was a kid, I mean, yeah. I haven't gone forever. Is happy Passover, by the way. I, I, hey, Happy Pesach! Thank you. <laughs> and I'm and, and I'm just the fucking <laughs> the goithen over goithen? here. Goithen, heathen. What do you call me? <laughs> the mini goy, mi, mi, mini goy. I think you can order those at a Thai restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, 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 they come with the sweet and sour sauce. They're we'll good. S- we'll s- get the goy and the soy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Keep Ju- talking about Judaism. <laughs> nah, go nuts. Well, one more thing. Okay, just, and you can commentate on this. Uh, but like Jewish parent conversations, have you had some great ones just over the like? Are you, yes. Do they have a lot of Jewish friends that like, like couples that come over and like with those? I mean, like even with the fir, like when all my mom's friends from Temple went and saw the Heat, yeah. I got so many. E- my mom first of all made them do a front page thing in the Temple both in Temple Beth Am. Oh, that's so cute. And that would make me so uncomfortable. So, <laughs> Alana, so uncomfortable. It made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. My rabbi, I taught his kids like in like uh, uh, you know like um, in Jewish day school for a while, like through high school. And so I got real close with them. That's funny. I was imagining you teaching them like comedy classes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with Shul? I just play them Seinfeld DVDs. What's, What's the deal with Shul? <laughs> <laughs> that works. Uh, yeah, my mom does a lot of like posting things on Facebook and yeah. a lot of it. And, and her friends probably too, right? Like, yeah, and they share it and they are all waiting. I'm, I'm in this show that's coming out in a couple weeks and they are all t- texting me. The other space me on Yahoo, April yes. 12th. April fourteenth. April fourteenth. Yes, very close. Okay. And um, and it's no, it's not the other space. It's just Others? other space. Oh, God. Jeez. No, do, you, you do your to, research, Adam. No, you have to say that stuff, though. You yeah. wouldn't say the sum forty one. You know. <laughs> um, I yeah. So it, it's it is very weird. For a while, I asked her to not post stuff because I would just get mm-hmm. so many unsolicited comments from yeah. people I didn't know or care about. Yeah. But um, then you realize how proud she but, is as a parent. Yeah, and, and I couldn't take like, that away from and her. And like that's her thing. Does your mom? She raised me. She worked her ass off to raise me. <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. So my now. mom uses it too. She a she goes, I'm not changing. So deal with it. <laughs> oh, I love and that. And also, I love um, that. 
you came out of me is uh-huh. what she says sometimes too and I can't argue that one no, that, I, used to um, say that, I used to use that as a defense when my dad would tell me to do something like I, would, I would pit my mom and my dad against each other and just be like I came out of her so she's gonna tell me what to do Oh man! Now, that, so and, and then when you started going into acting, were they very supportive? Were they? Hesitant? Well, I started going into acting very young when okay. I was like five. Um, yeah, Barbie commercials, right? Yeah, lots of Barbie commercials. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you love it as a kid? Yes, I still. Yes, I mean the, the way I love it now is the way I loved it then. Because that can be a very tricky thing for a kid to get into. Like, you can either like. Well, I guess how old were you when you did it first? Like five. Okay. So that's yeah. still like young enough to just be like, this is fun. Oh, it was the most playful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to miss school. I Which was the most important to... thing as a kid. You're yeah. like, really? I get to miss school to play with Barbie? Isn't that I fucking know. crazy? Even at five, you're like, thank God I can skip <laughs> math today. Like, yeah. I have a nephew who's six and loves going to school. Like His punishment is not going to school. So he's a fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I would love missing school and getting my makeup done. I didn't particularly like playing with Barbies. I kind mm-hmm. of thought they were for dumb girls. Oh, man. I, but maybe I just didn't have enough what of imagination. What if you said that as a five-year-old? That would have been great. I, my mom told me <laughs> not to talk about me not liking Barbies. She was like, let's just keep that between that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you and me and not the Mattel executives. I, they would give me Barbies to take home and I would take them home and like cut off their hair. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's a sign of a serial killer. She's bringing back like no, lesbian I, haircut I wanted to be Barbie. a hairdresser more than I wanted to play with the Barbies. So funny. Okay. It was weird. Um, but yeah, they were, my mom was really supportive of it. Mm-hmm. And my That's dad crucial early on too, right? I mean, oh, for totally. the parents to just be on board because yeah. kids can tell if there's a little bit of like, try this or like, you know, you hear about some people get, they get the timelines they get like, do it for a couple of years and I then. I got that right. from my dad okay. after college, like try it for two years. But I mean, if you're supporting yourself, yep. they really don't have any say. Right. Um, and then it, it was only recently I was on, um, this morning news show here. Watch it. Good day, LA. Yeah, good day, LA. Can we talk about that? Sure. That, yeah, we all watched the clip. Um, <laughs> you were great with that. Thanks. Because they, they were, because, you know, we do so much morning press for stand up on the road, like uh-huh. radio and TV. And hey, sometimes it's, so bizarre, right? it's super weird and awkward. Actually, yeah. 95% of the time, the news people are just. They, well, well, because they got a list because they have to do so many other news stories, so, so they get like a, this they, is a short four, four minutes bullet points, and like right were, before the cameras yeah, go. They told me this. They're like, we pro- we're so sorry. We probably won't remember meeting you because we have to do so many things a right. day that their brain just can't retain it for their own mental health. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it's nuts. Uh, the last time. Uh, Last week, I was in Connecticut, and I do one of these morning, good day, Hartford, uh-huh. you know, like one of those types of shows. Uh, one, of the, <laughs> one of the real housewives was backstage, and mm-hmm. she was going on after me. So uh-huh. that shows you the quality of good day, Connecticut. <laughs> okay. uh, so the producer walks in and starts having a conversation with the real housewife, and just goes, oh, my God, and your shoes that you're releasing are so great. I wear the heels all the time. I love heels. Without the heels, I, I just feel like a fucking midget. And I'm right Right there, I'm like, hey! <laughs> and she turns around like, oh, God! Oh, what are the odds? Oh, so sorry! And I'm like, well... She thought maybe you showed up to like discipline her for saying it on live TV. Yes, and then, and, and, and then she goes, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. I'm like, not the best thing you could say. <laughs> You're over for that. two, lady. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't see you there. I go, well, thanks for the ammunition. Yeah, and yeah. then I go out to do the show, to do my segment... And I, I tell them I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this because yeah. this is this just happened it's fresh in my mind yeah. let, it's let's live. go yeah and then <laughs> it's hard for live baby <laughs> up to Anything the point happens. when the when we were live she was screaming in the host's ear like do not let him talk about it do not let him talk about it like fuck it I don't care yeah yeah so yeah then they were trying to steer the conversation somewhere else like fuck no she said this I was backstage it was one of those Southwest want to get say? away. Uh, I, I said, what, what are you going to do after this? Are you going to go down to the black church and uh, start reading nice. Tupac lyrics? Like, what the hell are you going to do next? And uh, yeah, she, she, she was highly embarrassed. But uh, I don't care. So you said that right in front of me. Who, who gives a shit? Yeah, can you imagine if the newscaster on Good Day LA was like, I need my coffee, otherwise I feel like a Jew woman. <laughs> and now... <laughs> he turns around and I'm standing there. Hey, you're wearing like a giant Star David sweater as you slowly put the dreidel back in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait, so what? You? I'm sorry, we cut you off because you brought it up. Uh, yeah. 
did just oh. being on that show. Oh, I had the best time on that show, but I really did. I had so Good. much fun. They were so welcoming, and it was such a it's a really bizarre thing to do, but I loved it. I mm-hmm. had so much fun. It's pretty crazy too. They're like, I mean, he's you know what in his seventies, yeah, and she's like in her thirties, yeah. Like, there's not a lot of those type of matchups happening on morning TV, yeah. unless well, they're in the ditches. Yeah, what do they an talk about? For sexism and that the guy. <laughs> Keeps the job and the women rotate when they right, become less than desirable. Right, because uh, Ju- like Julian Barber used to be on that show, and yeah. then she was like, "Well, you're 35." Oh god! Uh, so yeah, it's like yeah. Why not? Well, the other woman on the show is 50, and she mm-hmm. looks great. Nice. They're both tiny people. <laughs> Hey, I'm right here. <laughs> again, again with this shit. They got these little midget waves. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm out of here. Oh, nice. I'm done. Good sound effect. Do you leave them, by the way? No, I try. I, I was, were those your feet, like, jumping off the Well, chair? like, I, re- I realized that if I take my headphones off, you can't hear that for the yeah. podcast. So I'm like, let me slam the headphones against the microphone. Oh, and that nice. was the sound effect oh, that that made. that didn't work. It's, it's, time- co- it's called improvisation. <laughs> Don't know if you know about Im- it. Improvisation. Actually, Improvisation. That's of, how they taught me at Cambridge. Oh, God. Speaking of improv, <laughs> uh, I think that's what made the interview not so awkward, is that I was just like, I'll just wait for you to stop talking to talk, and then mm-hmm. I'll yes and whatever you say. Yeah, and, you were great. Um, Have you done many until, of those? No, that was okay. my first news nice. morning show. Good job. Um, but I, it wasn't until I did that that my dad was like, I, I see this. Wait a minute. I get it. So all the TV shows you've been on before then, Nothing but national LA. national ad campaign. Yeah, nothing. Good day, LA. Cardboard like... cardboard cutouts. <laughs> like we had cardboard cutouts of Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon. <laughs> now someone could have a cardboard cutout of you. Still not good enough. I really hope they don't. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, if you're I'm li- just imagining the filthiest things being <laughs> oh done. God, to oh God. Oh mm. God. Okay. Oh, what do they do with cutouts of women, guys? Think about it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. We didn't have cutouts of women that we did no, stuff. We didn't have forever. blow up women. No, no, we didn't do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, but it wasn't until Good Day LA, it wasn't until Good Day LA, where he's like, "You've made it." Well, because he watched that show. Oh, okay, you know, so he, that's he that's what he identified that with. Yeah, it 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 always sort of has to tie back to something where it's like, "Oh, I know what that is." That's like, Kevin and Bean for you. Good Day LA is Kevin and Bean for your dad. Kevin and Bean is really bizarre. I'm so excited to go on. I'm like kind of emotional about how. Excited. When are you going in? I don't know. I don't know. You should come so. to the show on Saturday and hang out and meet him then. I would love to do that. Do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. We get a tickets. few comps. I have a few more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Done. And you can meet the D. Tenacious D. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I was, was saying, what the, the fuck are you saying, <laughs> Adam? Oh, you God. can meet the D? Oh, Come God. Come to the show Sorry. and I'll show uh, you my dick. Oh, God. <laughs> the worst proposition ever. <laughs> Tena- it's also ten- a terrible way to like start to seduce someone. Oh God! Hey, how interested in you are meeting the D? Somehow I feel like that that if you had an Armenian accent, that might actually work. You know, like, hey, dude, you come over and meet the D. Hey, you can meet the D. Hey, the D. I know, I, I, I have gold chain around my D. You turn around and there's an Armenian man standing behind you. This racially insensitive I'm moment brought to you. on the podcast. Screaming at him. We can't talk about it. Other space. Yeah. I caught myself. I love it. Um, Looks so rad. Heard about it uh, from Paul Feig when yeah, he was first doing it. he's your buddy. Yeah. How did guy. you get to meet Paul Feig? I met Paul Feig. Um, we were both on this uh, dating site, and <laughs> it didn't... Um, J-Date. Well, if you're going to laugh, maybe I won't tell the story. No, I think it's adorable. <laughs> I'm, I'm snickering because yeah, it's cute. It was J-Date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, no, we threw the heat. And um, oh, cool. and then just uh, hit it off with him because he also went to USC. He oh. also was a tour guide at Universal Studios, like I was. So we, no way. yeah, that was my day job out here. Yeah. After I graduated from SC, I was that. Then I played Wolverine for two years. Cool, I Jealous. can see that. Yeah, and then uh, hosted the Fear Factor live show at Universal. Wow, fun. <laughs> Maybe that's why you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably in family photos. You know what's crazy? When I first started really getting into stand up, there were people that come to the comedy store and go. This is crazy because I used to only talk about Universal because, A, there's just like so much material there. A like this shit, I, in parks, we could yeah. talk, every podcast could be filled with an hour of stories that would blow your mind from behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, Adam used to work at Universal. I used to work at Disneyland. So we both have like that theme park background. Yeah. Is that what bonded you guys? Shit. Uh, well, uh, that obviously. And J-Date? Uh, that and J-Date. <laughs> nice. Come back. Man, uh, I do improv. <laughs> this is our second beat. Professional, baby. <laughs> Paul's a really busy guy. Like, is he involved in the show at all? Or? 
Um, he wrote it and mm-hmm. he oversaw all of it. Oh, so he's involved, is what you're saying? Yes, he's very involved, <laughs> and um, I think he had a very heavy hand in the editing. Mm-hmm. And um, so tell people what the show is about for the it for those who, who don't know. The show it's basically a workplace comedy that takes place in the future and and in space. So I mean, it's a sci-fi best. comedy. Yeah, and um, it's on a spaceship. Sometimes we land on planets and. Uh, it's filled with a cast of mostly improvisers, so mm-hmm. there's a good amount of improv, and it's also the writer's room with some of the most talented people you know from The Office to oh my God. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it just... An and see, so that's where getting the Paul really Feig stamp helps, right? Because then everyone's like, oh, I... Everyone wants to work Everybody them. great wants to I mean, to be. from like the hair and makeup people to the grips, like everyone was there because they wanted to work with Paul. So awesome. And I mean, I'm sure some of them were there for the paycheck, but like there was sure, a huge you know. majority that was like, that was just honored to be there, as was I. And so who was your character? Uh, my character is Tina Shukshin. Oh She's God. kind of the, the ditzy Sounds love Jewish. interest. Yeah. <laughs> She's from Uzbekistan, and I, I do speak Russian in the show. Oh my God, can you give us a little taste? A little taste of the Russian? Yeah. Oh, man. Wait, is that real? <laughs> That's amazing. She just said those were nice feet sound effects earlier. You fucking. Oh wow! Wow, that was like you said it with such a bright smile on your face. I had no idea. Yeah, dwarf jokes are surprisingly lighthearted in Russian, but they're so they're, they're so happy to tell them in yeah. Russian. They're like, oh, this is greatest joke ever. What what did you say? That was actually pretty. Was that now? What do you think when people do Russian accents like that? Because clearly that just sounded uh, like the Count or yeah, or, or, or like Borat. Borat. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't that care. That doesn't bother me. That's fine. I mean, you're going to do that, and it's awful, but that's, you're going to do what <laughs> I mean, you do, Brad. you're offending mm-hmm. my ancestors. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. That. Yeah. Pretty much shitting on you. my entire family heritage, do but you. whatever. Well, it's I'm not okay. here to give you notes. It's okay. Just do it better. What did you say, by the way? <laughs> uh, I just said that I speak Russian, and I grew up a couple blocks from here, and everyone here speaks Russian. Like, I bet you're... Do you live here? Uh, I live, like, on Bray and Hollywood. I have a little cubby that Brad yeah. sleeps in my room. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little drawer. He uh, drops a, a hamster box. pellet that's <laughs> down there. It's a matchbox. He's not yeah. a fucking mouse. Well, what is this? Five goes north? <laughs> there are no cats in America, Adam. <laughs> he has sung that song and attracted quite a large group of people. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, you, you must have Russian neighbors in this building. Yeah. There's, there's a, a lot of There's them. A, uh, a couple. They're, I think, both in their 90s. And yeah. they're Russian. And they're adorable. And one of them swims laps. At like 8 a.m. I love that. Man, do I respect that. Right? I mean, first of all, just still being a couple. <laughs> that part. For real. Like, I want that. Oh, that man. How so do you cool. do that? I don't know. I think a lot of work. Probably get one of my friends is like, if you find someone worth dating, get into couples therapy early. <laughs> like, yeah, just start it. bring that up? I mean. So like preventative, like just preventative therapy. Mm-hmm. Just like start it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I just started reading sense? Um, Blink. The the Gladwell book and anyway Malcolm Gladwell he yeah. talks about um, wait books is this the first time books have been mentioned on this podcast <laughs> well, if you talk- look over there's a cat in the hat right to your left <laughs> okay. and, uh, so silver scenes where the sidewalk ends is uh, right below it obviously we're pretty educated here anyway I'm just read. I was literally reading it before I got here but they nice. talk about like relationship how you can tell ten, tell tale signs that relationships are ending early no kidding yeah, what are the signs it's like really simple things like being defensive and eyes rolling and things like that wow yeah. now what do you yeah, I mean, nobody wants to be in a relationship with somebody that's defensive, but I feel like all relate. Like, isn't there a lot of like benefit of the doubt, like early on, where you're just like, okay, that's probably a one time. That's mm-hmm. not a tell of with that person. But yeah, and this then is those saying turn out to be patterns. Oh, see, she's she's read the book. Whoa. She's way more advanced. I'm, than I'm us. like 13 pages into the book. Um, <laughs> is it? Uh, wow, how much of it do you feel like is actually applicable? Uh. All of it. Like, I'm such a sucker for things I read. I believe everything. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we used to do a segment on this podcast <laughs> called uh, What Will Adam Believe? Where <laughs> I essentially had three bits, three news stories. Two were uh, two were true, and then one I completely made up. And then he would just about all the time say that the false one was true. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, wait, the, wait, the Muppets did land in, in, in New Mexico? Okay, well, that's actually pretty possible. There is some stand-up possible. that has this as a bit, right? Like... Why not be gullible? Like, if you're going to lie to me, then you're the liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm being a good person. Yeah. Trusting but you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Adam is just a trusting person. Yeah. I, I'm the asshole. I had this experience when I was a kid, also maybe like second grade, and I still remember it. It was really hurtful to me. It was a lifelong lesson where this girl got from a cereal box these 90210 trading cards. Oh, <laughs> and, my God. That was a and, thing? Or maybe... Oh, wait, no. I got them. I got these 90210 trading cards. And I was like, I didn't really care about the show, but a girl that was a year older than me loved them. Mm -hmm. And she wanted these trading cards. And she's like, I'll give you $5 for them. And I was like, no. And she was like, like, I'll give you $10. You knew they were worth more. And she went up to $3 million. (laughs) I will give you $3 million for money cards. And I said, Okay, fine. Three million dollars. You settled at three mil for the, wow. I mean, for the Andrea Zuckerman trading card <laughs> for the Peach Pit logo. I mean, okay. And I gave it to her, and then she sure. was like, "I don't have the money," and I was so sad and hurt. And I was like, "Well, give me the cards back." And she's like, "No, they're mine now." And I was like, "Whoa, you're right. I got suckered. You I got swindled." Them. And that's that, old and, school. And that's when you told your dad that, and he's like, "You got, you got to get the money up front." <laughs> No, and then we just cut her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that is one way. That's kind of like the right part. I guess my family handles it. I got swindled know. like that too, though, with like baseball cards because older guys in my neighborhood, I'd get like good cards from packs and, and I knew they were good, but then they'd, you know, I didn't know every player, so they'd be like, oh man, King Griffey Jr., yeah. No, that is a great card, but you know what's really great? Todd Zeal, mm-hmm. third baseman for the Mets. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it is? And they're like, oh, this is worth like. And same thing, large numbers. And as a kid, like, hey, man, you 10 bucks it, you're is a big deal. So yeah. you hear like a million, your mind is blown. You're like, how many now and laters is that from 7-Eleven? Yeah, Probably a lot. exactly how I would think of it. Yeah. And so then I would trade it. Because also the trusting like, and I'm being like this older kid. And they, you know, they're also great actors in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. These older kids were some. Where did you grow up? Seattle. Mm. Like twenty minutes north. Of God, I'm just I'm just listening to this, going, "Wow, people actually tricked you guys." For me, they just put the thing on a third <laughs> shelf, and I was fucked. <laughs> to get it, ah, well, fuck, I guess it's yours now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Neil Casey's also in it. Neil Casey, who's one of the most brilliant minds in. He comedy. came into the heat to like punch up stuff with Katie, uh, yeah. and that's when I met him, and I was like, "Oh, you're incredible." He's incredible. Every every scene he's in, he steals, and he's just a great improviser. You person. guys got to improvise a lot then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which was really cool. Well, we do like that we would get it once or twice and then mm-hmm. we would get to play. I never, I don't know how much of it is used in the show, but hopefully, I mean, it was a joy to even get to play. Yeah. And uh, yeah, him and Eugene Cordero, who's also a brilliant improviser from UCB New York, yep. who now lives in LA. And uh, it's just, I mean, there were so many bits on set. It was never, God, what a cool job to just be able to wake up and be so stoked. Go laugh. To go mm-hmm. laugh. And to doing bits is one of my favorite things in the world. And so you just get to... You're talking about like off-camera, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, both. Yeah. But yeah, it happened a lot off-camera. Yeah. And so we would just get to like play with our brains and it's make the best. each other laugh. And also, Neil, f- for as much of a genius as he is, he's also a very generous laugher. So he makes you feel funny. There's there you, a, you definitely have to have that in the give and take with yeah. somebody that you're like on the bit boat with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they can't be on their like... On their bit boat high horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it's, what are you doing with a horse on a boat, dude? <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, like... Making it real. Like, and then when they're, when, they, when they're so supportive of you, that, that just makes you kind of like, oh, man, we're having fun. And then like you step your yeah. game up e- even more and it just makes it better well it gives you confidence nothing's worse than somebody who doesn't laugh at your jokes it yeah you're talking to two stand-up comics so yeah we know <laughs> right 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 like to, to even be friends with somebody who doesn't laugh at your jokes it just makes you feel like the things that you're throwing out there aren't landing and that you're mm-hmm. failing mm-hmm. and so it makes you feel insecure to continue saying what's freely on yeah. your mind mm-hmm. you ever feel like somebody can like laugh to much at something and where you're like oh okay like maybe this is like I had a buddy like that in college who was just like the best like yes man like everything I did to where I'd wake up and be like oh boy I do not when I go to class today and he would die <laughs> and I'm like okay I gotta stop um, <laughs> testing w- stuff out on you yeah I have one friend who I can I know when he's fake laughing it's yeah. like a very high pitched fake laugh and it drives me crazy I can hear it from across the room <laughs> I'm like dude just tone it down. No <laughs> yeah, one yeah, needs yeah. that. No one needs that much validation. Yeah. But uh, I love uh, it. Do you have his phone number? Because <laughs> I have some jokes I've been dying recently that I could <laughs> yeah. really use that kind of positive <laughs> reinforcement. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Fantastic. Uh, Paul's got a great laugh. Oh my God. Right? He's got the. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit, is he job of the hut? What the hell? No, it's so, so it was low. so awesome when we were screening the show because it was just like him and I brought one friend who laughs generously. And it was just my friend and, and Paul and laughing. A laugh battle. So they were like dueling <laughs> dueling banjos but with laughter. <laughs> yeah. Well, cuz we are all so nervous watching ourselves right. yeah. that it's really hard to laugh. Sure. It's very an uncomfortable thing to be able to I I don't know what it is, but whether it be radio, TV, whatever, it's so hard to like look at yourself because you're nitpicking the smallest things. Looking at yourself on radio is particularly difficult. That's fantastic when people can do that. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's just like telepathy. It's nuts. But yeah, like you, you see and hear things that no one else is even aware of. Like, uh, and, and it's like, so was that scary to do that then with? everyone in the same room i'm sure that everyone was just watching themselves yeah so everyone was having a similar kind of panic (laughs) but um i i was also so in awe of the other performances that that really helped and also when you get self-critical it really helps to know that you're around brilliant people and Mm -hmm. to believe and it can be really hard to do this but to believe that you deserve to be there like, there's no accident that you are where you are. Like, yep. if you're on a radio show, it's because you did something to deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. Right? I, so. I blew Ralph Garman. I damn, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I damn well deserve to yeah, be on that Kevin was and a be strong, that. Yeah, he's got powerful lips. But <sighs> so powerful. Uh, Man, do I have to do that to get on the show? <laughs> well, I, no, I think they'll let you pass. It, it, wait, what? Someone... <clears throat> That, that, that gets me You're incredibly not America's frustrated. sweetheart yeah. yet. Son of a bitch. <laughs> God, I gotta... Call, make a phone call to Verizon. <laughs> uh, your your acting reel of dead bodies is hilarious. Oh, thanks. So funny. Thanks. That's also, great. yeah. But you guess know. what? It took me three clips to realize that. Oh, good. Is it good or am I? Or am, no, that's I a, good in terms a, of the filmmaking, I guess. Yeah, it was cut very well. Also, thanks. the first YouTube videos I started making were like those cutting yourself into other stuff. Yeah. Uh, so when I see you putting yourself in those shows, I was like, oh, that's brilliant. And it was cut really well. And the makeup was really believable. Thanks. That was that was all done for like thirty dollars. And and know? and for those who don't know, you made a reel of like you just playing a dead body and all in <laughs> all these yeah. different shows. Well, it just says yeah. Malone's acting reel, right? Yeah. Which is like, <laughs> hey, if you live in L.A. and like just type in insert somebody's name plus acting reel, and you'll get something will come up. Yeah. 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 So, it, so I'm watching it being like, and then the first thing I see when I see the, the first dead body thing, I'm like. Yeah, I guess that's... Well, maybe this was a long time ago and she thought that was like something to put on the reel. Yeah, I was desperate for footage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, we've all been there where you're pulling yeah. like real deep student films. Yeah. And sure. uh, and then I see the second one. I was like, oh, cool. That was a that was a bigger CSI show. So that was... You would want that clip on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then one had Caruso in it. So I'm like, well, you got to put Caruso in the reel, obviously. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. And then you're like, oh, she has no range. <laughs> <laughs> for the fifth one. Uh, sure. Uh, hey, what... what, what <clears throat> What position to have that idea? Are you just like, let's um, just I made do a mockumentary fun? called um, Dead Real, the Milana Vine Troop story, oh which is like a, a fake, you know, a mockumentary. It's yeah, a fake sure. documentary sure. about me being an actress that only plays dead people. And so <laughs> to go with that. Is that online? Yeah, Dead Real. Art, real is spelled R E E L. All right. Well, then yeah. people can. I just plugged it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Plug yeah. it up. Do you still do your uh, talk show? No, I don't. I loved doing that though. Yeah, was that so? When you first uh, actually you... did that because of Good Neighbor. Nice. Yeah. Um, when I um, before I made any videos, I met the Good Neighbor guys, and I thought that, that they were just normal people. I actually met them under really weird circumstances because um, one of my friends was dating Beck, and we all went to a party together, and then went back to their house. And I had a boyfriend, and I think Nick had a girlfriend, and so everyone went to their rooms to fuck. <laughs> and Nick and I just sat in the living room, and I was like, I guess I'm going to wait until they're done so I can oh, get a ride home. Oh, God. That's but then Nick and thing. I became friends, and then started working on stuff yeah. with Good Neighbor, and I was really just inspired by them creating their own content, and you know, so much of this town is waiting for permission to oh, work. Yeah. And it, that's why people become stand-ups, I think. I mean, aside from many other reasons you feel you need to um, yap, 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 yap. <laughs> but, <laughs> mostly emotional abuse, but yeah, sure, whatever the hell you said, too. That sure. was a great, by the way, honest insight into what uh, sketch and improv people think of stand-ups. Yeah. Man, you just gotta get... Please look at me. Just you on stage, just a spotlight. We get it, you're important. Uh, but no, that's exactly why I mean I started doing videos, and I'm and all, another also because um, you know I was a year older than them, so they 
uh, were just they were doing it like right when YouTube hit, and uh, and I'd done a bunch of like video stuff in high school, and so I was like, oh, I think I should do that now. But then and I want to ask you like what the first thing you put out was because like that was a big deal for me to be like, okay, so when I'm gonna now put something on YouTube and start trying to like post it on things or send it to like people to like start to say, Hey, this is like, you know, cause you need to start building some yeah. of a following. Well, they very much helped me with that. Right. I was in a video with Kyle and, um, and this is before I had a channel or anything, but I was starting to make my own content. So when we were shooting that, I pulled uh, Dave McCary aside, yep. who is their director. Yep. And, uh, I was like, Hey, I just want to get your, like, what do you think about this thing? And he was like, oh, yeah, definitely put that on the internet. And, um, and then we can put a little link at the end of this video that, you're, that I was currently shooting with Kyle to drive people to watch it. And, um, and it was great. And then we ended up interviewing Good Neighbor on the show and yeah. lots of other really amazing people. Matt Damon? Yeah. How does that even happen? Oh, that was such a miraculous thing. Um, he was uh, doing this campaign for water.org. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were making videos with YouTubers to get the word out. And so YouTube actually contacted us to like we we submitted many ideas a lot of youtubers did Mm -hmm. submitted many ideas of things to do with matt damon and we only had him for like 20 minutes and um it was me and like you know or our channel and then like four or five other youtubers that got to have him for 20 minutes to shoot the shit you guys were great with him thanks yeah Yeah, it was awesome that was really the nicest person yeah was he cool to work with just saying yes to whatever you guys were saying yeah well that was one of the few episodes that was scripted Gotcha. Everything else was improvised, but because we had him for such a short period of time and we right. needed to get information out about the organization, um, we had him write a script, or we wrote a script that, they, mm-hmm. that his people approved. Approved, yeah. And he was yeah. game and totally... Oh, and he was so yeah. game. And then he ended up improvising with us anyway yeah. and was so nice and laughed at all of our stupid jokes. That's awesome. He was really, really, really played along super well. Because that can easily go the other way. But what I mean, if, I mean, I didn't... He had just done like this big Kimmel thing like the week... Of. Oh, so you knew he was going to be... I knew that he was down. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he seems like a guy based on what you see him doing on Kimmel, where he's, he like he knows that he's kind of... like He knows that he's the shit, and he knows that he's famous, but he still has a great sense of humor about it. Well, I think that's like what I was talking about, about like talk... Who would say that they're cool is right. a total dick. Like, he exactly. is really cool, but that's why he can make fun of himself. Oh, but Bob Odenkirk was on the show, which was really cool. Oh, man, he's maybe like... There's a movie called Dealing with Idiots... Uh, on Netflix. I haven't seen that. Jeff Garland. Oh. Odenkirk has a monologue in this thing and Garland was telling me the other night at the comedy store where he goes, it's like one of the greatest, I would put it up there with like Al Pacino's Any Given Sunday speech or like Al Pacino's. <laughs> I have all the movie speeches to go for. Hey, that's an inspiring speech. <laughs> Life is a game of inches. Yeah. <laughs> pace by and pace. They, and they cut to Dennis Quaid and he's like, eh. Uh, okay. That was a bit better Dennis Quaid. I, I don't think so. I he think just breathes. And they cut to Dennis Quaid, and he's like, <sighs> pretty sure. And they come back to him. He's yeah. doing it into like a window and fogging it up. I'm like, well, that's unnecessary. He's just drawing hearts on the window. <laughs> uh, so Odenkirk does this great monologue, and Garland goes. He goes. He just had a can of like goulash, and he goes. At some point, use this. It ends up spawning this like. No, it's got it's brilliant and it, like this whole thing about like his brother and how like he has this big tiff with his brother and like um because of something that happened with their business and he has this door that won't lock in the back of the store so the door he never locks his store this copy place and uh and the brother offers to fix it because of this thing that happened he's like i'm not going to give him the fucking the 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 um satisfaction of fixing my door it's like the most but his i mean it's so believable. It's just like, you know. I stopped listening. I'm so sorry. Can you say that again? <laughs> Did you just tune out? <laughs> no. God, what a shitty story. That's the worst. You know what? Worse than people not laughing at your jokes is having them like when just you... stare blankly. Because I was so locked into what I was just saying because I wanted you to see it. I, I, I loved what, that moment so bad. I wanted you to love it. Yeah. And... And I if really that... want to see it. I... <laughs> okay. No, you know, I... Now you're just patronizing. <laughs> no. Mom, if you're listening, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, no. I, um... Maybe find a good Catholic girl <laughs> after this episode. Okay. Maybe I was wrong about the Jews. <laughs> she doesn't listen. You know. I want to be a part of an improvised film. What a fun thing. Me too. Thing. That's like all I want to do. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we should make one. I did write one that maybe. Um... Wait. You wrote an improvised film? Yes. Well, it's a it's a mock, it's a mockumentary, but it would okay. be all improvised because like yeah. the Christopher Guest movies are like the best to me. So so inspired. So I wrote one. I don't wonder if I should say the idea for somebody old jacket off this podcast. Maybe I shouldn't. No, you 
Keep it to yourself. Well, I'm shaking her head, and tell I like us, that. Tell us afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll shut the mics off. We'll open a bottle of Cabernet, and then we'll get a damn. <laughs> and then we'll not night. listen to you <laughs> pitch your movie. <laughs> I pitched the whole thing. I'm sorry. I was thinking about that shitty Odenkirk story you told earlier. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, she's doing a hoodie cover. Um, uh, when, uh, when does when does the other space come out? April. Just t- other space. Jesus, Guys, Brad. April. It's 14th. not the yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> when does other space come just out? Trying to pick band names that you can relate to. <laughs> Brad, can, uh, <laughs> that's the only way he can break ice with anybody. It's not the up syndrome. Oh, nice. In, inside information. Yeah, that was a high school band. It was. Were the, you ever in a band, or did you ever want to be, or no, do you want to be? Because I'm looking for somebody to play the bassoon in my all Hootie and the Blowfish cover band called. It's an all who oh, the Dennis the Quaid breaths. What's that? Oh yeah, I can play the Dennis Quaid breath. Just Wait, so they're <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So they're actually okay. No, I've never I don't have any musical abilities. Really? I thought I could beatbox once when I was on mushrooms, but that's about it. Oh my god. Another piece of audio I would like isolated. Oh I thought I could well there's a lot of things. I thought I came once on mushrooms and I didn't. Wow. Yeah. What a bummer. <laughs> it was a bummer and then it also made me like question a lot of things about life okay because i was like if i thought that happened and it didn't now what you know oh i feel that when i was driving to the good day la thing i remember i was so nervous about <laughs> i thought you were gonna say i also thought i came and i didn't <laughs> okay well that's maybe why the interview wasn't as peppy as he wanted it to be <laughs> no but I, I was driving there and i was so worried about oversleeping or anything i have to do early in the morning because yeah. i have done that before and it's terrifying you're not an early person um, I can be. Yeah, but if you but if I have to wake me up early, at like yeah. five o'clock in the morning, like who is that early no, of a person? Nobody. And so I'm driving there, and I'm like, what if I'm still dreaming right now? Holy shit! What? The mushrooms hadn't worn off yet <laughs> from this five is years just ago. My life. Jeez. Wow. I, re- I mean, I'm like, what? If, what if right now we are all asleep? And okay. then we wake up in the morning. We're like, I had this really weird dream that we did a podcast with Milana. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm game. I don't know. I have these kind of mushroom-ridden thoughts. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, you're opening up a whole like other conversation about like what is real let's and what's it. not. Let's get Joe Rogan about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, let's get Joe Rogan about it for sure. Like that, <laughs> that 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 dance that dance craze never caught on in the early 2000s. So let's you get know, Joe Rogan about <laughs> yeah. it. That I was mean, that was their version of the electric slide. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Joe Rogan about we, it. We we were just coming <laughs> off of getting Big Willie style in in in, in the late 90s. We weren't ready for let's get yeah, Joe Rogan. We about still it. haven't totally recovered from Big Willie style. Let's be honest. I mean, can we ever? I'm not ready to let that go. <laughs> uh, I heard you say on Slumber Party Podcast, right? Yeah. That you drank um, like early, and so then you just kind of got over it. Yeah, yeah. I started, well, because growing up here, I mean, we would go to bars when we were like 16, 15. Yeah. And um, I had my first drink actually at Red Rock, which is, or I don't think that's there anymore. Next the to Laurel Hardware? No, no, it's on Red Sunset Rock. and Holloway. Oh, yeah, Rock and Riley's. Oh, is it called Rock and Riley's now? Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, I think I just started drinking when I was really young. That by the time I was twenty-one, I was not interested in it at all. Um, but mushrooms feel like I like going to Disneyland in your head. You could just <laughs> hang out there all day. Yeah, it's the best. I had a forty-five-minute conversation with the Daddy Long Legs once. Oh wow! Might be exaggerating a little bit. Turned out to be a bag of gummy bears. <laughs> Nevertheless, they were delicious. <laughs> uh, yeah, mushrooms are great. I want to go to Joshua Tree. For those who haven't done mushrooms, like, and they're probably listening and being like, oh, you had that much of an enlightening experience? Yeah. yeah. Like, after I thought I came and then cried watching TRL in my friend's room, I had, <laughs> it was a crazy night. Um, I had some, like, really, like, done it twice. And one time was at, that was at a frat party in college. And another time we did it at Will Rogers State Park. Do you know where that is? All, if you take Sunset like all the way oh, past yeah. UCLA. It's, um, it's by the Palisades, by Pacific Palisades. Yep. Yeah. Amazing uh, park. We like, six of us like walked through this forest that on the way out we saw signs that said, beware of mountain lions and Lyme disease. And we're walking out and I go, guys. <laughs> I go, signs? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, there were signs today, man. I'm feeling good about life. The direction. I'm like, no, no, no. Actual signs warning us for terrifying animals. Yeah, there are omens everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no! yeah, yeah. Everyone's just still Letters. fucked up. So we find this tiny little area in the creek and like we'd all just sit there and like everybody had their own nook in this like but there was a point when I was like looking up and the music came over what I was listening to. It might have been Seal or Knowing you knowing you Goo Goo dolls. Maybe some Goo Goo dolls. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, something that was just like I mean, tapping into what was happening. Google Dolls like, is no simple plan, but whatever. For sure. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, you know, Google Dolls is no simple plan. If something happens to you in the next week, I'm going to make sure everybody knows you said that. Yeah, we're going to write that on your tombstone. <laughs> How dare you? Um, always say, yeah, he did. Is no simple plan. <laughs> and you got to say it with a deep British accent like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I looked up in the sky and like the way the sun was like coming through, like and it just everything that was happening. I just had an enormous amount of clarity on like the end of a breakup with the girl from high school who I was dating in college, and then just other stuff. And I was like, yeah. I was able to like assess and deal with it, like. And then even when I came down and I like went back, I was like. I still was like very much like because uh, you're not. Um, you don't forget it. No. You're not in a haze at totally. all. You feel very clear. Yeah. Have you heard of the podcast called Restart? No. Where it's this girl who talks about like her experiences with psychedelics as healing drugs. And she interviews like scientists and other people who have traveled to Peru and all over the world to do ayahuasca and things like that. I haven't done that. But, um, but using it as a way to repair any kind of darknesses that you have yeah oh boy it's almost like the men in black stick yeah, yeah. <laughs> in drug form <laughs> oh god well i mean i i know tommy lee jones is the one who administers the drugs son of a bitch uh i know that i'll eventually do mushrooms i'm just i've what are you so, waiting for i'm so damn scared I, I don't what know what are you scared would happen uh just that because every time i've been any on mind-altering substance whether it be weed or whatever it's always been too much i've freaked yeah. out it has i haven't had a good time on drugs yet yeah so i don't know that's not true we've smoked pot a few times and you've been a lot of fun well you, you danced a gangnam style mc hammer remix and it was maybe the greatest thing <laughs> well, i've ever seen well that was pot mixed with jack daniels which was a delightful cocktail Touché. <laughs> yeah uh yeah and then you know gangnam style was playing and i'm a dwarf so i figured well let's add to this party yeah so yeah then i danced as you do, but yeah, there's just there's just something in me that just goes, oh, I I'm a control freak. Don't want to yep. be able to see something that that, that's not there. But uh, you don't really do that on oh. mushrooms. You don't really okay. see things that aren't there. You don't really hallucinate. Things kind of look cooler and like maybe colors. I always felt in control. Special. Okay, yeah. until like some people showed up and started trying to tell us about a really cool fence that was around the hill, mm-hmm. and we all started laughing so hard. That they got really upset at us, and I hadn't yet seen Stranger Anger, <laughs> which not to be confused with Stranger Danger, mm-hmm. uh, but they like got really upset because we were not taking their fence suggestion seriously, <laughs> and they didn't know we were on mushrooms. That would like, be really hard on me if somebody was was mad. Some, somebody being mad at me in the, real life. The woman was difficult. like, "It's a piece of history," and he was like, "You guys need to take her fence suggestion seriously," and we're crying laughing because yeah. they were so. Uh, upset about it. It was so yeah. funny. And then finally, one guy just goes, Man, we're all fucked up. You guys got to take it easy. And then we start <laughs> laughing even harder. And then uh, they just like shook their heads and walked through the. the were they older? They were probably in their like late 30s, but they were like the hiking couple. Mm-hmm. They were like had their whole packs, which, hey, yeah. not hating on that. That looks no, like a lot of fun. They're going to grow up to be the 90 year old couple swimming in your pool. Maybe they are that couple. Yeah. Maybe that was. <laughs> I was trying to You needed more mushrooms To formulate that thought <laughs> I was about to, Maybe that was the dream In the nine year old couples Not re- Maybe it's Maybe you know And then someone Men in black Flashy stick you <laughs> I end up back at Togo's <laughs> Done <laughs> uh, Thank you so much For coming out Hey it's so my pleasure This was This was fun And uh, Yeah I, it, It's so Funny to watch people, whether it be in a TV show or a commercial, whatever, and you just have no idea what their backstory is. So it's I love the fact that you come from improv, that you're still putting out funny stuff, and you're not the AT and T girl. That you have funny, crazy thoughts, and uh, sometimes you're just what was you said earlier, just looking, just looking to make a dick just, joke. Just want to make a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other space premieres Yahoo. April fourteenth. April fourteenth. Yeah. Is there a time that it's going to drop, or is I it don't? Just... I don't think there's a time. I don't know. I don't know. Are they doing all the episodes? I know some of the. Uh... Yeah, they're going to do eight episodes at once. And it's a great idea. Who doesn't want to watch a workplace comedy in space? <sighs> I can't think of a single person. There you go. <laughs> the ones I can think of are very stupid. Mm-hmm. Maybe my mom for uh, she might have dropped off. That might be one listener you lost. But Not if you a... tell her that it's your future wife. Listen, She'll... my future wife is in this show. <laughs> She'll love that. Yeah. <laughs> um. The fact that you, she already thinks you're adorable, by the way, when I told her, and the fact that you're Jewish, I mean, we're joking, it's but that, that just like took things up a notch. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so lucky that my parents are like, no, marry a tall person. You need someone to reach things for you. 
<laughs> that's their only. That that's literally what they tell me. They're like it's two dwarves in one house, but it's gonna be all bottom shelves. Are you are you attracted to dwarf women? Mm-hmm. And tall women. And tall women. Have you dated both? Yes. And do you have a preference? No. Cool. It's it's just whatever. It's and uh, I'll just take anything. I'll just take. <laughs> does it have a vagina? <laughs> it has a vagina. Good. That's all I need. Vagina, I'm saying vagina too much. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, uh, I don't have a preference at all. It's just uh, I've dated the shortest girl I ever dated was three foot five, and uh, then the tallest girl I ever dated was five foot eleven. And how tall are you? I'm four, I'm four foot four. Five foot eleven? I don't think I knew that about you. Yeah, five five foot eleven, a volleyball player from USC. That's cool. gig- that's that's big to me. <laughs> yes. Five eleven. Yes. Uh, pretty much. I look like I I look like one of those dogs that she that most women carry around in their purses. Like <laughs> <laughs> she like maybe she, she loved that. Yeah. She Everyone's just, got a fetish. She was just walking around with me, and people were like, "Wow, what breed is that? That's very, <laughs> very interesting." Like it's, it's the only way I know how to make it in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I have I have no I have I have no preference. No. Uh, are there live shows a year like UCB? Is there anything else people can um, your website? Um, I've been doing Vintrub. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Vintrub. Yeah. Vintrub. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just on Twitter, I'll post if I'm doing like stand up or a character thing around town. Are you a big tweeter? No. Yeah. I'm a big grammar. I love Instagram. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And they can follow you on Instagram at, at your name Mint Milana. Mint Milana. Yeah. M I N T M I L. I just got a candle that's thin mint flavored, and it's maybe the greatest candle I've ever purchased. Do you like mint ice cream? Love it. It's my favorite. Gross. And, oh, the, um, the, wow! And that was the moment the relationship ended. <laughs> the wedding fights begin. She didn't listen to my story. <laughs> he likes mint ice cream. And then she rolled her eyes incessantly <laughs> for an hour. Wait, is there anything in the book about like ice cream flavors being like a deal breaker? No. Okay. Mm-mm. There's still chance, Brad. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Thank you again for coming. Um, thank you guys for having me. So that's the show. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.